Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I am your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 74 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I could not be more excited to continue sharing with you all personal finance topics that I think could be extremely useful to you in your personal financial life. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that I think could be really useful for us all, and that is controlling the controllables and specifically doing so through a financial lens. And so there are so many things in our life that we cannot control, that are out of our control, that we can't keep from happening, that we can't make happen. Uh, We kind of just have to sit back and see what happens. But there are also things in our life that we can control and that we can do and steps that we can take in order to make the most favorable outcomes for ourselves. And so when it comes to that thought process, we have to know that we can only control the controllables but we still want to put ourselves in the best position that we can to where when uncontrollable things happen, we can still be in a favorable position. Before we get started, guys, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments as we go along, if you could. Uh, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast to this episode, thank you. Um, if you could, though, go and subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. And if you want to do one-on-one financial coaching, if you want to have somebody help you walk through a financial plan that would help you over the long term, then I can definitely help you do that through a financial coaching session uh, or several financial coaching sessions. But you can go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com, click on the work with Dylan tab and pick the financial coaching session that would work best for you and sign up for that today. So let's just start by asking a simple question. Are we really in control of anything? Like that's kind of at the crux of what today's video is about because we're talking about controllables and uncontrollables. So are we really in control of anything at all? And the simple answer is not really. And the reason that I say that is because, uh, especially as a Bible-believing Christian, as I am, what do I believe? I believe that God is in control. God is above all, and he is controlling everything that is going on. Now, does that mean that I don't have a responsibility? No. Does that mean that I have no part and that I should not act in a responsible way and should not do things in a way that are going to help me and that are going to be the right things to do in the eyes of God and that are going to be the most prudent things to do for the long-term good? No, I, I should definitely take, take responsibility for myself. I should definitely do the things that I am called to do and that I'm supposed to do, but I shouldn't be sitting around and just waiting like, well, I don't control anything, so I can't do anything and I'm not going to do anything. That's not a smart approach either. God has placed each of us on this earth for a specific reason. And that reason is to believe that he sent Jesus Christ to die for our sins and believe that he is God and he is the Father and believe that we are sinful and that we needed that salvation that Jesus Christ brought um, and to share that good news with others. And that is the ultimate view of what God wants from us. But then past that, obviously, God has given us resources that we have to allocate. 
He has given us resources that we are to work with in a way that we think would be glorifying to him, that we think would be good um, for our families, that we think would be good uh, for the long-term good of society, and, and that would be good to bring him glory. And so God is in control first and foremost, and that is something we can't forget throughout this video. So overall, God is in control. But like I said, we have free will. We have the free will to make decisions. We can go about making decisions in many ways. We can make irresponsible decisions. And so even in trying to control things that um, you know God's in control of, we can make the wrong decisions because we think, oh, I've got the, the ability to you know, freely make decisions for myself. This should be no issue. I'll just do whatever I want, which is not the best path either. I think at the end of the day, it all comes down to we need to be trusting God to provide for us. We need to trust God that he is doing what's best for us in our lives um, and then act accordingly in doing things that will bring him glory and that are along with what you are called by him to do. And if you do this, I think then you can discern better what you can and cannot control and be able to act in a way um, that is prudent when you can control the things that you can and you can go and actually control those in a smart and responsible way. And then to be able to look at the things that you cannot control and that you don't have any power over and say, you know, God, I'm going to trust you to take care of this and I'm going to try to put myself in a position where this does not hurt me and that this does not, um, you know, it's not detrimental, but I know that I can't control it and I have to give up that stress and give up that anxiety because not being able to control things for most people gives us stress and anxiety. Um, anxiety specifically has to do with not being able to do anything about it, not being able to, to control the outcome of something. And if you're not able to control an outcome, that gets you really antsy. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of angst to uh, not having any control over something. And some of us control freaks, I'll raise my hand, have to get over that. We have to get over the fact and trust God that God is going to take care of the things um, that we cannot. And we also have to know that we did everything we could. We have to know that if we are in control of something, that we did everything we could to do what we had to do. And if we're not in control, that we've put ourselves in the best position that we can. And we have to be, we have to answer to that. We have to answer to the fact that we've actually done the best we can and answer to yourself. And you can reconcile with yourself that you've actually done the best that you can to put yourself in a position to where even if things that you can't control occur, you're still not in that bad of a place. So let's start real quick with what are some things that we cannot control? Well, first and foremost, one of the things that none of us can, can control is where we came from. Like you can't control the, you know, city you grew up in. You can't control the parents that you had or the family that you had. Um, you can't control um, your circumstances as a child. You cannot control those things. Those things are outside of your control and outside of your ability to make them different. So that is a particular thing that even though we can't control it, you know, a lot of people still overcome it. But it's one of the biggest things that can hold individuals back is where they came from. But the fact that you can't control it should make you as you move forward, want to make the decisions to either 
maintain what you were taught as a child or maintain, um, you know, the, the place that you were born and maintain how you were raised or do better. You know, most people want to do better for their kids than, than was done for them. So you may want to do better uh, for your kids and you may want to push harder and, and, you know, get better jobs and, and make more money and be able to um, do better for your family. Or you, you may simply, you know, be in a place where um, you don't know what to do. You may be in a place where you don't know any different than what you see around you. And that is a, a huge, huge issue. Um, but those are things we cannot control. And I think that sometimes blaming people for the, these things, these things that they cannot control, um, is a dangerous thing to do. Even though everybody, again, has the free will and ability to make decisions, sometimes it is difficult to get over those early things that we couldn't control. Now, what else can we not control? We can't control what others do or say to us. And that's a very important thing because I think a lot of us get caught up in you know what others think, what others say, what others do, and you can't control those things. You can't control the decision-making of others. You can only control what's in your head. You can't control the decision-making of others. And, and given that that is the case, then others shouldn't be impacting your decision-making. Others that you do not necessarily trust or do not ask their opinion or do not look for their opinion should not be giving it to you. And you should not be, if they do give it to you unsolicited, then you should not be taking it to heart. It should not be something that affects you down to your core. But a lot of people let, let it do that. A lot of people let it get to the, the heart of them and uh, make them miserable. They're miserable because they think that other people think a certain way about them. And that's just a, that's a tough place to be because you should not care. Forget what other people think about you because you cannot control it. All you can control, and we'll talk about this in a, in a little while, is how you react to what people think and what people do and all of those things. You can control those reactions, but you cannot control how those people choose to treat you and act around you and, and the things that they do to you. You can't control that. And you know, for many of us, we have to make the conscious effort, the thought process, put the thought process in of, I'm not going to let so-and-so ruin my life, ruin my experience, ruin my fun. I'm not going to let so-and-so do things to me um, because that's out of my control. I'm just going to live the way that I would choose to do and um, not put so much stock into what that person thinks or says. And this is a very hard thing to do, uh, but it would make it will make us a lot more joyful, a lot more content, a lot more happy in the long term if we just chose to do this. Now, financially, a couple things that you can't control are things like emergencies. And we've talked about uh, emergencies and our need for uh, emergency funds and how putting an emergency fund in place is insurance against tragedy. It's what I've called it in the past is insurance against tragedy. And by calling it this, tragedy is something that we cannot control. We cannot control these emergencies. We cannot control tragedies occurring. And so having some insurance against tragedy is a big, big thing. And you cannot control emergencies. In a similar way, you cannot control death. You cannot control death occurring. And so that's why there are things like life insurance, because you cannot control, um, you know, if you get in a bad car wreck and, and die today, what is you know, going to be left for your family? What situation is your, your spouse going to be in? Things like that. They're very real, 
but again, you cannot control those things occurring. You can control the aftermath a bit by putting yourself in a position, having the emergency fund in place, having life insurance in place, things like that, but you cannot control the actual thing occurring. And that's a common theme among things that you cannot control is that you have some things that you can put in place that will help you if those things do occur and you can control those things, but you cannot control the actual occurrence of the emergency, the tragedy, um, the, you know, any of the, the things that we are talking about that you cannot uh, actually control. And then I want to quickly talk about this. You also cannot control the stock market. And I know we're talking about a lot of uh, personal and emotional things a moment ago, but you can't control the stock market either. And that's something financially that you cannot control. You cannot control the volatility. You cannot control uh, how much it goes up or how much it falls or how crazy it is, how wild it is. You can't control that. And the fact that you can't control that uh, should put you in this camp based on history because we've talked before about you know, market crashes, what the stock market is, how the stock market works, all of those types of things. But this should put you in a camp where you think, okay, I can't control its day-to-day -day movement. I can't control what it's going to do between now and a year from now. I can't control what my annualized returns are going to be over my you know, working life. I can't control those things. But I can look at history and say, what should I expect? And then the short-term things are not going to stress us out as much. The short-term things are not going to give us as much grief uh, if we already have the knowledge beforehand. Once again, this is something that we can put in place. The knowledge, the understanding of the stock market, the understanding of how it works, actually being involved in it and feeling out how it works uh, is going to allow you to be in a lot better place if you actually do see a lot of volatility, if you do actually see um, you know, the you know, stocks falling hard, or you know certain things occurring and, and panic is is on the outset. We we need to be able to you know react to those things, and we need to be able to set ourselves up to where we are not lost when those things happen, and that we're not you know forced to sell because we are emotionally um, distraught about it. We need to be able to control our emotions, control what we think about things through the knowledge, through the education, and understanding about the stock market itself. Uh, but that is something you can't control. You cannot control the movements in the stock market or the economy or anything of that nature. And so that's kind of, you know, just in a nutshell, a few things that we can't control. There are definitely more things. Uh, and I'd be glad to hear what you have to say about those if you leave those in the comments down below. Things that other things that we can't control. Uh, but I want to kind of move the conversation to then what can we control? What can we actually do um, and, and put ourselves in good positions. What can we actually control? So let's jump into that. Well, first and foremost, you can control your mindset. You can control how you think about things. You can control what you allow to uh, impact your decision-making. You can control what you allow to, you know, that comes from somebody externally to bother you or get on your nerves or or things like that, you can control what's up here. You can control that mindset. And that doesn't mean it is easy to control it. That doesn't mean it is easy to always make the right decisions. It doesn't mean it is easy to always do uh, make the decision based on what you think um, in, in a smart way or responsible way. It's not easy. 
but it is controllable. It's something that only you have control over. Other people can't control uh, what's in your mind. Only you have that ability. And you can also control the people that you surround yourself with. You know, we all know that if you show us your friends, then that tells us a lot about who you are. And that tells us a lot about where you're going and your future because those are the people that you choose to uh, hang out with, put a lot of stock into what they think and, and spend a lot of time doing the things that they do. Um, that's going to be really indicative of who you become um, or who you are at the time. Because if you have friends that are you know, going to bars and drinking and doing things that um, are you know, irresponsible all, all the time, and there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying going to the bar and drinking at once is what I'm saying. I'm saying a habitual thing, something that you're, you're doing constantly, um, and that is your social hangout. And there, you know, there's some alcoholic tendencies. There's some maybe drug tendencies, or there's the you know, tendency to make irresponsible decisions. Then guess what? Those types of things rub off on you. Those types of things become uh, things that you might do in the future or things that you may already be involved in or things like that. Um, but you can control that. You can control who you choose to spend time with. You can control who you surround yourself with and who has influence on your life. Even though, once again, this is not easy. It's not easy if you grew up with somebody to cut ties with them if they're irresponsible. But you may need to do that. If somebody has you know, chosen a life that is not a responsible life to live or is not something um, that is good for you to continue in, then you shouldn't choose to do that. You should not choose to uh, hang out with that person and, and live out that life with them. Uh, you have to draw a line in the sand and, and hang out with the people who are going to better you, who are going to push you forward. I mean, just simply from financial terms, there's, you know, there's a big difference in the conversations of the wealthy and the conversations of the poor. Distinctly different conversations, distinctly different thoughts of what is success, distinctly different thoughts of, um, you know, what is, you know, right, distinctly different thoughts of um, what is ethical and moral. Uh, it's different. And that's not to say one is perfectly right and one is perfectly wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying even in financial circles, the individuals that you hang out with can impact who you are and what you do. And then we can also, we can control our response to tragedy. So like I said earlier, tragedies do occur. Emergencies do occur. But even when these emergencies occur, we still need to be in a place where we can respond well that we can respond well and do the things that need to be done uh, in order to get ourselves over that hump. We build emergency funds so we don't have to deal with emergencies on the back end. But our response to some emergency cannot be one that is flustered, cannot be one that is you know just all over the place. If it is a financial emergency and you are having to pay for something or something is extremely costly, then you know that may be on your list of things to do, but you have to be able to keep your composure, which is a controllable aspect of your life. It's something that you can control. You can actually control whether or not you stay in composure, whether or not uh, you fly off the handle, whether or not you, all of these things are things that you can control. And this response that you have, these responses that you have to things going bad, to things not going your way, um, they can tell somebody a lot about who you are and can tell, 
people a lot about what you believe you can control or what you, you know, have the you know, mental capacity to handle. Um, but you can control that. You can control how you respond to tragedy. And it's once again, it's difficult to respond in a good way. It's difficult to respond in a way that is healthy and, and that is, is good for you and is good for those around you. But being able to do so uh, can be so beneficial to everybody involved in whatever is going on in your life in particular. Now, a couple things financially that we can control. Now, we've talked about you know, our decision-making and things like that. We can control all of those. That's just at the baseline level. But what about you know, the specific financial things we can control? First of all, you can control your budget. And you can control your ability and your willingness to follow a plan. Because if you have a budget, I'm not saying that you're going to make a budget and it's just going to work perfectly. And everything that you put on that budget, that's exactly how much you're going to spend on that thing. And everything that you put on that budget materialize into real life. It's not realistic. Mine and my wife's budget, it does not end up perfectly every month. That's just not the case. It won't ever be the case because life is not static. Life does not work in a straight line. But we make adjustments. We move forward. We allow ourselves to a little bit of grace when it comes to our budget. But you can control the fact that you actually sat down and made one and the fact that you're actually working through a plan where you're trying to follow what you set out for yourself in that budget. Because that's the thing. The failure to take the responsibility to actually do it is going to lead to bad decisions because you did not do it, right? Because if you don't know where you're going, then how are you going to know what to do? That you know the whole thing. Um, you know, if if you don't know what you're aiming at, you'll hit it every time. Then it's the same thing. If you don't know where you are trying to go, then you'll end up there. You'll end up where you don't know where you're going, right? So um, that's just something that you can 100% control. You can control following a plan. You can control making a spending plan for you and for your family. And the reason that you want to control this is because if you don't, you'll end up in a place financially where you don't know where your money's going. You don't know what's going on. Uh, you just know you're making money and you're spending money and all these types of things. And you don't know if you're actually doing the right things that are going to get you to the point where you want to go over the long term. And then lastly, something that you can control, and this is really in, in, a, in three parts, um, because it is financial balance. And we go again to what is financial balance? Well, it is giving, saving, and spending in proportions that are um, impactful and responsible in your own life. So what do I mean by we can control our financial balance? Well, we can control where we choose to allocate our money, right? Now, it's hard to control this when you have a bunch of debt. It's hard to control this when you are in bondage to payments. But if you have, if you're out of debt and you have an emergency fund, then you can 100% control uh, where you choose to allocate your money and in what percentages. And this is a huge thing because this is part of that aspect of we are managers of God's money. And so we have the free will to make the decisions on how we allocate our money. Uh, but there are obviously better ways to allocate your money uh, than others. Obviously, we have to be doing all of these things in impactful proportions because you don't want anything to seem like it is just not occurring or that it's not significant because then you just you might end up not doing it at some point. So uh, giving in particular is something that gets so overlooked 
that we don't want to be in a place where we're doing it in, you know, proportions of our income that are not impactful, then we may just, you know, determine that we're not really doing much good anyway. We're not going to do that. And if you don't do that, you can get out of financial balance, as we've talked about previously. But you also don't want to be doing that with your investing or your spending because it can also put you in negative financial situations. Because if you're, you know, investing um, a lot or, or not investing at all, let's say, or, or investing very little, then you may determine that, oh, this isn't doing much for me. I'm just not going to invest. I'll just spend this money. Or if you're not spending much, then you're going to be, you know, investing and saving um, and giving a lot. Uh, but this may put you in a place where, you know, you're not actually content because you're not doing anything for yourself. You're not doing anything um, that is showing you a use of your money directly. So these are all things that can be controlled. You can control how you give. You can control how you invest and save. And you can control how you choose to spend your money. And all these things that fall into your control, you should choose to do. You should choose to control them, not uh, be passive and allow them to control you because it, it definitely can because your money can control you if you don't try to take the reins, follow a plan, make the budget, maintain financial balance, all of these things. And let me just be clear, you will lose control from time to time. There will be times where uh, things out of your control happen and you feel like you're just spinning. You feel like there's, you know, how am I going to get out of this? How am I going to, um, you know, make my way back into being in control of some things? Once again, like I said, those of us who are kind of control freaks, we have a hard time in being out of control, but uh, you can regain some control and you need to be prayerful in the fact that you are um, in this place that you know you can't control anything. And again, like I said at the outset, God is in control of everything. And so be prayerful about it and understand that you don't have ultimate control, but control the things you can to give yourselves the best outcome in those situations where you can't control much and things may not be going your way. So you know, I do fall in that place where a lot of times I want to control everything. And I have to be realistic with myself and I have to be realistic um, in speaking to you guys that you just can't. You cannot control everything. And um, the things that you can control, you need to. You need to take responsibility for the things that you can control. Uh, but you also need to look at the things that you can't control and be trusting God for those things. And be trusting that uh, you're putting yourselves in the right positions uh, to be successful in those places over the long term. Um, and that's, that's a, that's a tough place to be when you're out of control and you, you can't control something, but, um, it, it's going to be a real part of all of our lives because none of us are the, um, you know, king overall. None of us are controlling everything. Nobody's doing everything that we all say to do. Um, so we have to be realistic and we have to look at, at life through a lens of, you know, what can I control? What's going to produce a good outcome and how can I react to things that are out of my control? So hey guys, thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback down in the comments. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, then uh, make sure that you subscribe and leave me a review there. Uh, if you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me in financial coaching and uh, do financial coaching sessions with me, then go uh, to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the work with Dylan tab and you can pick the financial coaching session type that would work best for you and we can begin to work together and push towards your long-term financial goals. 
So tune in tomorrow as I talk about saving versus paying off debt and how this balancing act is such a big issue for a lot of people and how a lot of people may think that you know saving is the best thing to do while they still have debt. Um, but you're going to hear my thoughts on it and hear why I've set up the financial action plan the way I have and the, the reasoning for why I think you should do things in a particular order. So thank you guys for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I am your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.